and welcome back to the ADHD Friendly Podcast. I'm Patty Blunderman. I'm an ADHD coach with over 10 years experience, and my passion is finding ADHD-friendly tools, tips, and resources that create more ease in my life, and I love bringing them here and sharing them with you in the hopes they do the same in your life. Uh, today, I am joined once again with my assistant, Becca. She's off camera, but she's here to help. It just gives me more energy to have somebody to talk off of, so from time to time, I'm going to do this, but I always want you to know when I'm doing it in case you hear in the background or you know, a little laugh or a little cough or something, you'll know what that is. All right. Um, so today, this is episode 83, guys, 83. And in this episode, I'm going to kick off with a celebration like I always do. And I'm going to share a 23 and 23 health-related celebration. And then I have an ADHD-friendly dental tool I'm going to be sharing. And then my topic for today is favorite quotes. I'm going to be sharing some of my favorite quotes and how I use them and ask if you'll be willing to share some of yours. Cause I'm sure, you know, I can't hit them all. So, I, and, and there's, there's, you know, I'm always collecting quotes. I love, um, I, ever since I was in high school, there were certain phrases and sayings and quotes that I would hear that really resonated with me. And I just always get energy or different perspectives from different quotes. So, um, I really want to hear yours too. And then at the end, as I always do, I'll highlight what's coming up in next week's episode. All right, kicking it off at the celebration. This is a 23 and 23 list celebration specifically. So I had five health tasks written down on my 23 and 23 list. So five of the 23 things for 2023 were health related. And I've done four of the five already. And it's only May. I'm so excited. So I got my mammogram in January. I got my annual physical in February. I got my eye exam and new glasses in March. And then last month, I got my six month dental appointment checked off, got my teeth cleaned, and I had no cavities, which is always a win for me. So, first four months of the year, I got four out of the five checked off. And I want to just really celebrate that. It was difficult. Um, to get all of them scheduled and, you know, it required me to make phone calls, which I, I've shared how much I hate. It required me to, you know, look ahead into my schedule and see when I, when could I fit this into my schedule? It required me to tolerate, um, kind of strong emotions. I, I absolutely hate the dentist always have just hate it. Even if it's just a cleaning, hate it. Um, when I got there, I thought it was just a cleaning and I wasn't going to need x-rays. And when she told me I was due for x-rays, I literally was like, no, I don't think so. No. No, it was just like, like I wasn't energetically prepared to tolerate x-rays and a cleaning. Got it done, but man, and I even wrote in my, my calendar when I scheduled next, my next cleaning in six months, I put a little note in my calendar reminder, reminding me I had x-rays done last time to just know you don't have to have x-rays done today. You're just showing up and getting your teeth cleaned. So to get those four out of five done, I planned when I would get them done. I scheduled them. Um, and I just, you know, I know for me, once I get it on my calendar, I'm not going to cancel. Um, I'm, I'm going to go. So that's always the trick for me is just to get it on the calendar. And what I noticed was it took a lot of energy and I kept thinking, gosh, I just wish I could do them all in one day. I just wish I had the day of, you know, appointments. I can't move some of them around. I don't, I'm not comfortable, like, like postponing my annual physical or my mammogram or that kind of thing. But I, I could I'm thinking next year, maybe group my eye exam and my dental exam. Maybe there's a way I could try to get them scheduled on the same day just to kind of bundle. That would be so much easier for me. So that's something I'm paying attention to because while I got them checked off, 
I, I do pay attention to how much energy and effort it took because that will create resistance next year to keep up with it. And having them on the same day would just be kind of like, this is my day of health. And I've heard people do this like on their birthdays where they just schedule everything around that day. Um, I'd like to navigate more towards that. So my celebration though, is that I got four out of the five done already for the year. All right, now onto my ADHD friendly tool. I'm gonna pause for a second here, be right back. I'm back, but it's actually ADHD friendly girl. I've introduced ADHD friendly girl before, but I, I didn't have a cape then. So this is my ADHD friendly tool belt where I keep ADHD friendly tools. And today I'm adding a new tool to my tool belt. So the new tool is Colgate Wisps. What? I had never heard of these. This is very sparkly. So again, if you're listening to this, I bet you check out my YouTube channel, ADHD Friendly, where you can see the examples that I'm sharing, but Google Colgate Wisp, you'll see a picture. So let me share a little bit about this ADHD Friendly tool. I found these on Amazon, 20,000 plus reviews, 4.7 out of five stars. And I read a lot of the reviews to just confirm, are these real? Like these are actually people like reviewing this. They're disposable mini travel toothbrushes. They come in a 24 pack. They're not individually wrapped. There's just 24 in the one package, but they do have a, a liftable resealable um, opening that you can you know, kind of close it back down when you're done. They're to brush your teeth on the go. They're pre-pasted, so you don't need to do anything, they have this little ball of gel. It almost tastes to me um, like gum. And it's a tiny, you can see it's a tiny little mini brush. So this is not replacing like full, you know, toothbrushing. But what it's really good for is if you're traveling and you, you know, even if you're just at a restaurant and you want to brush your teeth after you eat, it's great just to get a, a really quick little brushing in. It's fabulous because you don't need water. So if you're traveling, like you're on an airplane and, and you want to brush your teeth, you feel like, you know, you've got coffee breath and you want to brush your teeth. You're in the car and you realize I left the house and I forgot to brush my teeth. They're so handy. I also think it's a really ADHD friendly tool because a lot of people with ADHD struggle with dental hygiene and keeping up consistently brushing teeth, flossing teeth. So anything that makes that easier is a tool worth considering if this is challenging for you. So having it someplace. So if you are resisting, let's say like you need to go to sleep and you know, like getting up and actually brushing your teeth before you get in bed is hard. Maybe you keep them on your nightstand. So if you're in bed and you're like, oh, I'm not going to get up again, but you have something, something is more than nothing. So again, this is not replace a good solid, like, you know, brushing your teeth with a full-size toothbrush and thoroughly getting your teeth clean, but it is again, better than nothing. So it's giving you a tool to bridge the gap a little bit more and maybe get it done a little bit more easily. So I love, you know, the idea of keeping them around your house or in your backpack at the office, in your car, in your purse, just wherever you might need to have access to a toothbrush, but you don't have access to water. And it's just an easy way to get your tooth, your teeth brushed. And they even have this um, soft little pick at the end. And it just says it cleans hard to reach areas. So I'm like, okay. And it says it's convenient for braces. So maybe if you have like a kiddo that keep them in their backpack to keep their teeth clean. 
So I, when I came across these, I was like, I have to share this. It's such a great ADHD-friendly tool. These will be up on the ADHD-friendly website, ADHDfriendly.com. If you want to just quickly access, make sure you're getting the thing that I'm, I'm speaking of. I am an Amazon associate, so I, I, the prices are the same, but I could benefit, you know, in some way. Um, I have to disclose that. Um, so if you go on there and you purchase something, it doesn't change the price at all for you, though. Um, so that's our ADHD friendly tool. I'm going to put ADHD friendly girl away with her tool belt until next time. Be right back. Okay. I'm back. All right. That was fun to do a little costume change in the middle. Um, I just like to, you know, the idea of keeping it light and thinking about, you know, literally adding to your toolbox, what's going to support your brain. Um, I did not share the the price of the Colgate Whisks. They are sold in a four pack. So four of these guys for $17.08 was the price when I looked it up on Amazon. So four bags of 24 toothbrushes and mini toothbrushes for a while. All right, on to the topic for today. And it is the power of positivity. So it's not my topic. <laughs> It's the, it's using quotes to connect to, um, a more positive mindset to get your energy shifted in positive ways. But the quote I'm going to read to you comes from an article from my Costco magazine, the Costco connection. And it's the quote is called the positive po power of positivity. So this is, um, Sheila Burke is the founder of beingbetterhumans.com. And she says, regular consumption of inspirational quotes has several benefits. And so I'm just going to share what those benefits are. Number one, she says, quotes can offer insight into the thoughts and teachings of wise people, whether they are alive or dead. <laughs> sounds terrible. Um, their words resonate and continue to enlighten for all time. And I have to say, a lot of my favorite quotes are from people who have been... Aren't that good? Okay, moving on. Um, people that have left the world a long time ago. Um, number two, inspirational words often remind us about what we already know or aspire to be, and they trigger something within us to get back on track. And this is very, very true. A lot of the quotes that I use, I use for exactly that reason. Um, number three, she says, many quotes of guidance can be found, oh, sorry, many nuggets of guidance can be found in quotes. So if you're stuck in life, reading a quote about the nature of your issue can often help. So if there's like a specific thing you're struggling with, and I do this all the time, I'll like search like um, quotes for motivation, quotes for inspiration, quotes for um, getting started, for, you know, energizing different things. So just, you know, keeping in mind, there's lots of specific quotes that you can find on topics if you just, you know, know how to search for them. And then last but not least, she says, quotes are a great motivational tool. Print them out and put them wherever you spend time for a quick and easy reminder of your goals. And as Becca can tell you, or anybody that's been in my office can tell you, my computer monitor is like a little like square post-it wallpaper assortment of inspirational quotes. And I change them up because they become literal wallpaper for me after a while. So I have to keep rotating them in and out. And I tend to just notice which ones were working for me right now, which ones do I want to retire and maybe come back to at another point, but I'm going to put something new that's sparkly for me at that time in that place. So I'm going to begin with sharing some of my favorite quotes and how I use them and how I have used them over the years. 
So the very first quote I ever used that I intentionally connected to where I wrote it out and I stuck it on my desk um, was in high school. And the quote has been attributed to people from Washington to you know lots of different people, but I can never find a consistent um, source. So I tend to say, you know, it, unknown, but the quote is the smallest of deeds supersedes the greatest of intentions. It's worded different ways in, in depending on where you look it up, but that's the one I remember. And I always quote, that was the way it was written when I first came across it in high school. And the reason this has always resonated with me, and this was long before I knew anything about ADHD or that I had it, is I tend to try to do things and I may even build them up really big in my head. So my example is maybe somebody's birthday is coming up and I'm like, oh, I'll go get a really nice card that I'll send and, and oh, I'll get a cute little gift. Oh, and I, I can get this. I may even like go to the store and buy the gift and the wrapping and the, you know, the, uh, maybe I'll get a gift card too, or maybe I'll, I'll, you know, find a quote to include in there. And I'll just think about, oh, maybe I'll surprise them and I'll treat them to dinner. I don't know, but I'll just keep building it. And I end up doing nothing. And the person has no idea that I had all of these thoughts and intentions because I didn't share them because I was going to surprise them with something. And then because I didn't do something, I was embarrassed or ashamed and I said nothing. So it seems like instead of thinking about them a lot and having lots of plans about what I wanted to do to that other person, it seems like I forgot them completely and did absolutely nothing to acknowledge their day. And I have done this so many times in my life that it, it, it's just, it's patterned me, but the same is true in projects for school or in, um, I'm going to clean the house. I'm going to clean the whole thing from top to bottom all at once. You know, I, I, I tend to do the all or nothing a lot here. And that quote has always resonated because it's the smallest of deeds supersedes the greatest of intentions. So if I do one thing, I can always do more, but it's better than if I do nothing. And that gave me permission to let go of expecting to mail packages over the years. I've shared that before. Um, if I text somebody happy birthday, it's better than if I do nothing to acknowledge it. Sure, it'd be nice if I put a card in the mail, but if it didn't happen, it's still more than nothing if I just send a text. So I really have had to learn how to give myself permission to do something small because it, it is better than just having the intention to do something. So that is the first quote I ever remember intentionally really using to support myself in a what I didn't know at the time, but I now call an ADHD-friendly way. The next time that I really used to quote intentionally was um, when I was raising my, my kids and I had just had my fourth child and we had moved to Texas. We lived in Texas for a few years and I didn't know anybody, but the very first um, neighbor I met handed me like a business card, but it was like a, like a mom card, like a parent card where she had her name listed and her family name and the name of each of her kids. And it was just the size of a business card that she had printed. And I just thought, oh my gosh, that is so stinking friendly because number one, I'm not going to forget your name. Number two, I'm going to remember your kids' names because you wrote them down. I loved it. I loved it so much. And I told her I wanted to do one of my own. And she was very supportive because that's something that I'm always mindful of is I don't want to like take somebody else's idea, but I do want to, you know, use the inspiration. And so I took the idea of including my name and my husband's name and my kid's name. So it would be there, but I wanted to add a quote that resonated with me because I just love quotes. And so the quote that I use, so I have a little picture. I blew up the business card that I made at the time. And the quote is from Wayne Gretzky, probably his most famous quote, uh, famous hockey player. He said, 
you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And at the time, it was when I was becoming really aware of how much fear stopped me from, from doing things and how I wasn't even giving myself a chance to try things if I didn't put myself in the game and take a shot. And so that was my, my mantra for years. So I wanted to share that quote because that really resonated with me. And then the most recent quote that somebody shared with me really resonated. And it's about the podcast, um, ironically. So somebody that I work with um, as a client was asking me how the podcast was going or they had listened to an episode and they were talking about it. And, um, and I said, yeah, I said, I, I have a lot of fun doing it and I've learned a lot from doing it. Um, there's not a ton of followers. Now, now I have, I'm up to 328, which is a huge celebration. Um, and so thank you each and every one of you who has taken the time to um, subscribe to the podcast because it is really motivating to think that I could be sharing a tool that could help somebody in some way to do something with a little bit more ease in their life when they listen to it. And that's what kind of gets me up in the morning. So thank you. Um, but I also know there's, you know, people that have been doing this far less than me that have far more people listening and, or people that have been doing it as long as me and have less. And, and we're like, yeah, this isn't working. I'm going to kind of call it <laughs> and be done where the client shared with me this, this quote that really resonated and it's helping me still today. And so they, they shared this, the seed of a Chinese bamboo tree spends five years under the ground with no growth whatsoever. But in the fifth year, it grows over 80 feet tall. Have a little patience in life. Your success might be just around the corner. I love that because it's what I talked to Becca a lot about, which is we're building systems, we're learning, we're trying new things. And it's easier for me to do that when I don't have, I don't feel like I have, you know, like, like a million eyes on me looking for mistakes or judging or whatever it might be. If I feel like I have a, a, a supportive community that that's here to check out, you know, what, what am I sharing this time? And, you know, maybe hopefully get something or leave something behind if it's not working for them, that, that really is an environment I can thrive in. So it just helps me to, to remember, you never know what's around the corner and just keep, you know, keep just like Dory. That's one of my quotes, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. That's another, you know, quote that I use a lot, just, you know, keep moving forward. So I love that one. And now I'm just going to highlight a couple more. I probably have Becca helped me go through these on uh, the other day when we were planning this out. And I probably have 50 quotes here. Um, I'm not going to read all of these. I think I've, I've you know, done a, what I intended to do, which is to share um, some of the most impactful ones. But I wanna share an ADHD specific quote. This is from Dr. William Dotson. I share this quote whenever I do my, my owner's manual groups. And Dr. Dotson says, the biggest step is to unlearn everything everyone told you how to do in your life. You have to do it your way. That's another thing I think quotes do. We're drawn to quotes because they resonate with us. So if my quotes don't work for you, again, let them go. But capturing the ones that do so you can use them intentionally is really important. And that's doing it your way, right? That's acknowledging what works for you and letting go of what doesn't. Um, and then I had a couple of quotes that I'm going to share that I call inspired they inspired deep thoughts. So one of them is a Dumbledore quote. I love the Harry Potter series. 
And Dumbledore said, um, it is our choices that show what we truly are far more than our abilities. And I always try to think about that too. Like, how do I handle it when things don't go the way I, I intended? What would I change so that I'm handling that better next time? Um, the other that I wanted to share is, this is from Mike Dooley. Mike does um, Thoughts from the Universe that you can subscribe to on his website that um, are really inspiring. But he says, we teach best what we most need to learn. And that's something I've known a long time. Like I really try to put structure around teaching things. And even like when, when I did last week's podcast episode 82, I talked about cleaning and how challenging that is for me, even though that was a challenging topic that took a lot of effort to plan and get through. I knew if I did it, it would teach me some things about cleaning that would make it easier for me to clean things because I took the time to do a dive into it. So that's an example of a quote that I use to help me too. Um, and then my personal quote that I use all the time, it comes up in lots of coaching sessions. I'm not the first to say it, but I say it all the time. Something is more than nothing. So acknowledging progress is always important because it is more than nothing. Gets us out of that black and white thinking. And the last that I'm going to share um, is a funny quote. And this is from Jerry Seinfeld. And he says, once you start doing only what you've already proven that you can do, you're on the road to death. <laughs> it still cracks me up. I love that because it's like that, that you're in that, that circle of safety. You're not stepping outside of your comfort zone. You're not stretching yourself. You're not growing. So he, he takes it to the extreme. You're on the road to death, which cracks me up. But again, it, it highlights the point that I always want to be stepping just outside my comfort zone so I can tolerate it. And that quote reminds me of that. So those are some of my quotes and how I use them to inspire myself or to motivate myself or to reconnect to what I value and use them to support myself to move forward. What are yours? Please post them. This is episode 83. I'd love to hear your favorite quotes so I can add even more to mine. So I have something change up and create more interest when I need more around my, my computer monitor wallpaper wall of quotes. All right, guys, that was, that's it for this episode. To recap, I started the episode by celebrating my 23 and 23 health celebrations. Four out of my five appointments are checked off and in the books, they're done. And I'm just thinking about maybe bundling a little next year to make them a little bit more easily to check off. And then I shared my ADHD-friendly tool with ADHD-friendly girl, Colgate Wisps. You try them. I'd love to hear what you think. They are tiny, guys. I have to tell you, when I used it, I was like, oh, that really is a tiny little toothbrush. So, but I did like the fresh minty taste um, and that I didn't need to rinse. There was no water needed. So if you try them, I'd love to hear your thoughts. And then I shared some of my favorite quotes and how I use them to support me. Again, if you'd like to share yours, just post in the comments for this episode 83. We'd love to hear what your favorite quotes are. Next week, I'm going to be talking about a weekly planning habit. I've talked about this before. I'm going to be doing a dive into how to do your weekly planning and how to approach it in a way that hopefully creates energy and interest to do it with more ease. That's all for this week's ADHD-friendly podcast. Remember, take what works for you and leave the rest behind. And if you like this, please subscribe. I'm trying to get my numbers up, reach more people that hopefully can use some of the tips and tools that I share on this website to create more ease in their lives. And that happens most easily with spreading the word. So if you liked it, please subscribe. If you know somebody else that could benefit from hearing something I share, please share it with them. 
And if you haven't started your owner's manual yet, please check out my website, ADHDfriendly.com for tons of resources to support you to get your started. Until next week, tally ho. Thank you.